Hi there. You're listening to the Decide Already podcast. I'm life coach Michelle Davis, and this is where I share all of my best tools and tips for creating the life of your dreams, one you'll love. And I'm talking every area, love, fun, relationships, health, money, career. Yes, every area. I'm so happy that you're here. So what are you waiting for? Decide already and let's get to it. On this episode, I want to talk to you about the difference between making a memory and making a connection. But before I do that, I want to tell you a little story, and it's set during Christmas time, so it's appropriate to tell it while I'm just a week away from Christmas recording this podcast. And the story starts with me. I was a little girl when my mother gave birth to my younger sister. And shortly after, as Christmas started to roll around, my parents began to realize that they weren't going to be able to afford the traditional Christmas that they usually would give me. And that would include the Christmas tree and presents. And they began to worry about it, but realized that the best thing that they could do would be to tell me. And I can still remember that moment because my mom looked worried and my father was sitting next to her, kind of rubbing her on the back a little bit as she tried to explain to me what was going on. And she grabbed me by the hands and I was kind of scared because this looked like it was going to be something bad, right? I mean, when your parents have that look and your dad is consoling your mother, something is going on. So Even at a very young age, I knew this was something that I probably wasn't going to really want to hear. So my mom proceeded to explain to me that they didn't have a lot of money right now because she wasn't working while she stayed home with my sister. At that moment, she got misty-eyed, kind of not actually crying, but got a little misty and her voice kind of cracked a little bit. And she said, so she said, so is it okay she said, Michelle, is it okay if we don't have Christmas this year? Would that be okay? You know, I we just can't get a tree and I'm not sure we're going to be able to get any presents, but if we're just together, is is that okay? And I remember thinking to myself, oh, is that all? Oh, okay. You know, like I remember being relieved that it wasn't something horrible thing. It was just, oh, we weren't going to have the tree and the Christmas and what have you. So I remember responding to my mom, it's okay, mommy, it's okay, but do you think we could still do the Christmas cookies? And with that, she just started crying. She just started crying and she hugged me. And I think that kind of set my position in the family for years to come (laughs) because I think that made me kind of like the golden child, you know, oh, she, you know, was didn't, she just wanted to make the cookies, right? And My mom proceeded to tell that story all the time. She always told that story about me, how amazing it was that all I needed was to make the cookies. Because in her mind, Christmas was about the tree and all the presents and all the things that she could provide. She didn't realize that for me, Christmas was about getting to make those cookies because I had her all to myself. 
when she would do those things with me, when she would make cookies with me or make things with me or give me her undivided attention, that to me was priceless. And that's what I wanted. I wanted her. I wanted to be with her. I wanted to spend time with her. And I wanted that feeling of connectedness. I wanted that, even though at that age, obviously, I didn't know what that was. I just knew what it felt like. And that's what Christmas time meant to me. It was that. It wasn't the tree and it wasn't the presents. Well, don't get me wrong. I like presents like anybody else. But if push came to shove, I'd much rather have quality time with the people I love and definitely with my mother, if I could still have her here over everything else. So I bring this to you because as it is approaching the holiday or any day, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything about the holidays, although this time of year brings up this type of thinking for me. I bring this to you to realize that making memories isn't always the same thing as creating connection or bond with the people that we love. Taking our kids to Disneyland and having a blast at that park and spending all that money doesn't guarantee any form of connection or bonding with your kids at all. You'll have some memories, maybe. I mean, sometimes they don't even remember it at all. And I think as parents, a lot of us think that's all we have to do. We create the big Christmas. We have lots of presents. We do the Disneyland trip. We go to the beach. We do all the things, but we're never really taking the time to connect. And as we grow up just mimicking the same old behaviors, we do the same things with our kids. We create the same pomp and circumstance, the big family dinners with everybody over, but there's so many people, no one's actually really connecting. It's just the, hi, how are you? And little bits here and there of eating some good food. And well, hopefully it's good food, but in my family, it was really good food. And I did like that, but there were so many people sometimes that there was no real connection. I didn't know any more about what was going on with them than I did before the big family get-together dinner. So I'm encouraging you to think about your day-to-day, your month-to-month, your holidays, your summers, and I'm encouraging you to think about them. Are you making just memories or are you actually making a connection, creating a bond? Now, I don't do Christmas cookies with my kids every year. At Christmas time, usually my kids decorate sugar cookies for Santa. That's something that they do. So I don't usually make cookies with them. So that's a tradition that I started because my kids tend to be creative and they like to decorate and put a bunch of sugary things on them and watch Christmas movies. And that's something that they enjoy and they do that every year. And I've always been one to spend my Christmas day with my children. I can remember as a kid getting up opening the presents, and then being hurried around to get ready to go to family get-togethers, which I liked too. But again, there wasn't that connection that I was really craving. So with my kids, after we open up presents, we usually hang around. We play with the things that they received, if they were toys or what have you, and we cuddle a lot and we watch movies and we eat a lot because I usually make a big breakfast and also a lasagna for lunch and dinner. And we spend time hanging out. But I will tell you, there was one 
thing that I had a client tell me about that I think has been the best addition to our Christmas, and we do it from time to time throughout the year, also, and the kids love it. And it's called the gift of time. And this has some specific rules that are so important that you follow. The first one is that you establish an amount of time. So usually on Christmas Day, it's myself, my ex-husband, my adult son, who is in his twenties, and then the three younger ones this year, who will be thirteen, and then the twins are ten. But what we do is we all pair off. So three adults, three kids, and there is a twenty-minute timer set. So everyone knows it's twenty minutes. And we just do that because there's three sets, and that way it takes about an hour to accomplish the gift of time. The second rule is that the child of the pair gets to decide what to do. I remember the first year I brought this to the group when the timer started. My ex-husband grabbed the child that he was paired with first and said, "Okay, come on, let's go outside." And I said, "No, no, no, no. Wait a minute. That's not how it works." He gets to decide. He goes, "Oh yeah, I know. When we get outside, then we'll do what he wants to do." And I said, "No, you're not understanding. You don't get to decide any of that. He grabs your hand and takes you to do something he wants to do." And it took a moment because that's kind of relinquishing that control to a younger person. And how often do kids really get to have any control or have any say? What we do, even. Even that Disneyland trip, we've decided, we've picked it out, we've paid for it, we decided all the things around it. Yes, they want to go, but it's still our decision. So, rule number one: establish the amount of time. I really don't think it needs to be a long amount of time. Children kind of lose their attention span if it goes on too long. I think fifteen to twenty minutes if you have young children in the house is just fine. Older kids, you could definitely go longer. You maybe even. Want to establish that time frame with them? That's always a good idea as well. So anyway, we did the twenty minutes, and that's it. When the timer goes off, we would switch partners and start over. The interesting thing is what they choose to do with you. It's kind of fun. The younger ones oftentimes would want you to play one of their toys with them, or would want you to play with one of their new things they got for Christmas. My Now, thirteen-year-old would definitely want you to go play one of his video games with him, stuff like that. At any rate, the connection—that's what I remember most—is the connection, that look in their eyes when you were really listening to them, when you were all in, totally enjoying the moment with them. How it felt—that's what I remember most. And that leads me to rule number three: you need to be fully present. You are not on your phone. No phone. That's a bye bye. That goes away. There is no electronics of any kind. No TV. Nothing. Unless they want to watch a movie with you, or they want to make you suffer through one of their little kid shows, which are so crazy sometimes. <laughs> But if they're doing something with you, don't let there be anything distracting you. Make sure you are completely there. Make sure you are listening. And asking engaging questions, how they feel about that, why do they like that? Just look for ways to connect and really be in their presence, and just be who you are. Be 
you be authentic. Enjoy yourself. Have some fun. Let yourself go. How often do you get to just play with a kid? If you do these things, I promise you, this will be what they remember most about the holidays, the connections they had with you during the gift of time. My kids make sure that's on the list of things to do every year. And they ask for it all the time. They ask for it to be one of their birthday gifts. They ask for it when we have an open weekend. They love the gift of time. And I love being able to give them that gift. Now, if we're looking at giving the gift of time to an adult, the rules are the same. You're going to make sure that you establish the amount of time. You're going to make sure that you let that person lead in what you're going to do. And you're going to make sure you have no phone on, no electronics that you can actually give them your undivided attention. So it's a fact that humans want to feel connected and they want to know they matter. Simple things like the gift of time will do that. And you can do it officially this way and you can do it unofficially just for fun. Hey, what do you want to do? I've got, a, I got 30 minutes. I've got an hour. I've got 20 minutes. What would you like to do right now? Or if it's with my 13-year-old, he might like to have a little bit of notice. So you might say to him, hey, I would like to spend some time with you today, maybe 30 minutes or so, or what time would work for you today? I encourage you to look at whether or not you are making memories or actually making connections with the people that you love, specifically your children. But if there are other people in your life that are important to you, I encourage you to look at that as well. Are you just having some memories? Have you made connection lately? Do they know that they matter to you? And what can you do about that? Maybe create a version of a gift of time this Christmas for them and get it on the books, get it scheduled. Something that you both can do to just spend some time together and connect. At any rate, make time. That's so important is to make the time to spend with the people that we love. Give them your attention. Make sure you don't have anything distracting you. Even though they understand if you're working or that the phone rings, it is a connection breaker every time. And learn to listen. Learn to listen from your heart, not with your mind thinking what you're going to say next, not that kind of listening, but shut that all off and just with your heart, listen to what they're saying. These people in our lives, they are amazing. The things that they think about, the things that they do, that they want to accomplish, they're incredible. And sometimes we're so busy doing all of our stuff or trying to show them we care or show them we love them by giving them gifts or trips or, you know, whatever, that we miss all of the really yummy, important stuff. This year before it's over, especially with everything we've all been through and the connection physically is even harder. We can't be together. So I encourage you to really make that decision to make connection, to find ways to bond right now and always, to make it a part of your daily life, your month to month life, to put it on the schedule, make it a part of how you do things. Because the truth is that you need to know that you are connected and that you matter too. And what you put out into the world will come back to you. And it feels so good to know that you are connected with others and that you matter to other people and that they know that they matter to you. 
And to all my subscribers out there, those of you who are listening to my podcasts and joining me on the group pages, please know that you matter to me. Even though I might not know all of you, it is so appreciated the support that I've been receiving for doing something that was a dream for me to be able to create and to know that I am helping in some small way to make this world a better place. May your new year be bright and may we all be able to be together soon. I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. That's it for this week's episode of Decide Already, a grown-ass woman's podcast. Remember to visit my website at www.decidealreadypodcast.com, where you can subscribe and download the show so you'll never miss an episode. I invite you to join the Decide Already group for women on Facebook or LinkedIn to stay connected with me and have access to all the units and postings that go along with my episodes. Please be sure to share this podcast with the other women in your life as well. I'm Michelle Davis. Thanks for joining me. Until the next episode, I'm sending out a whole bunch of love. Take care, stay safe, and God bless.